be boys or They can be boys yeah. or girls. Or yeah. Or maybe non-binary. Yeah. It was just like non-binary, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's just something that we know. And <laughs> this is something, I mean, it's like, they're four and five years old and they just didn't make a big deal out of being a boy or a girl. And I think it was a huge testament to how much we've been talking about it in the classroom that you never mentioned the term non-binary. It was yeah. a child who brought that up because it's constantly in conversation. Yeah, just like me. So Nash, just like me, is non-binary. So they aren't sure if they're a boy or a girl. So when people ask them, are you a boy or a girl? Right now they just feel like saying, I'm a kid. They're figuring it out. Why does he like, does he like stars? They like stars. They like stars. Yeah. And they and are they really. Wear they wore their star shirt because it's their favorite shirt. Because they were nervous today, they thought they would wear something that makes them feel special. Disturbing and frankly hard to watch when you see these adults so willingly destroying the minds of these children. I mean, these are five-year-olds. They look so innocent. And you're trying to explain to a five-year-old whose capacity is that of a five-year-old what a non-binary person is. So you're using a Cabbage Patch Kid with stars uh, with a star t-shirt. Naturally, it's a black Cabbage Patch Kid because, you know, it's, it's got to fit the narrative. So you're going to do, <laughs> do everything they need you to do uh, in that scenario. And you're trying to teach these kids that it's okay to call the doll, first of all, because she's claiming the doll doesn't know its gender. It's okay to call it a they, first of all, which is already, it, it's a plural. <laughs> We've been through so many times. It's plural. Okay, it's a plural pronoun. You, 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 first of all, you don't get your own pronoun, pronouns. Sorry, well, you, you people that think you do, it's, it's not the way language works. You don't get your own pronouns. And then secondly, it's plural. Okay? There's not more than one sitting there. It's a single person. So you're, you are literally doing the opposite of teaching them. You know I mean, you, you are literally confusing them because that is the wrong way to address anybody at any time, no matter how they feel or what. I'm a they because I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl. Well, did you look in the mirror? Hey, did, have you checked between your legs? I'm pretty sure we could, you could figure this out by yourself. It's really, really pretty easy. Okay, you don't get to choose. You certainly shouldn't be having people like this teach your children destroying their minds. I mean, it's, it's sad. You know, I have a five-year-old. It's sad to watch this, that they have to try to figure that out. And then for the parents that are completely opposed to this, now you have your kid come home and you see your kid saying, I'm just a kid because I don't know if I'm a boy or girl. And you're like, what are you talking about? You're a boy. There, there's no question about this. this there's, not, there's not a question here. But they will continue down this path until we stop them. While we are busy fighting these monsters to keep them away from our children, and usually this is in the public school system. If you can get your kids out of the public school system, I would advocate for that all day, every day. I mean, let's shut the public school system down. 
get them into some private schools. And of course, you still want to check the private schools because it's not like everywhere is perfect. Just because it's a private school doesn't mean that they're not doing similar things. Check out your school. Make sure the school's okay. Generally, religious institutions are better, you know, depending on the religious institution you go to. If you can afford it or if they have some types of grants or scholarship programs or funding in your state that allows you to put your kid there, you should put your kid there. Uh, charter schools, which 99% of the time are free. I don't know there's too many charter schools that cost money, at least here in the state of Florida. Maybe other states is different. But down here, they don't really cost anything. Charter schools also are better. So if you can get them out of the public school system and get them into a charter school, again, check the charter school out, look at their curriculum, look at their teachers. I mean, if you're, it's, it's getting to a point where if you see somebody who is a, uh, younger white female with short hair, potentially pink, purple, or blue. Uh, you may want to consider that <laughs> that teacher might not be uh, doing the right thing, so you need to check into them because they all just I don't know what it is. They all just look the same. You know, it's 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 the crazy. It's just like when I was looking at a lot of the congressmen. You know, the crazies in the eyes. You can see it. All these people, their eyes are blowing out, blowing out of their heads. Um, same thing applies here. I don't know what it is. They got glasses. They're generally a white, uh, a white girl. They're overweight. They, they're all pretty much the same. And if not, then they're uh, white girls that are still look the same, but maybe they're a little bit thinner. Now, this one happened to be a little bit thinner with glasses that <clears throat> look like Coke bottles. Um, but they, they all have that look to them. So if you can get your kids out of the public school system, I would heavily, heavily advise that. Because they, this is what they're trying to teach your kids, and it doesn't look like they're stopping anytime soon. Depending on the state you're living in, it's going to restrict them and tie their hands, but it doesn't mean they're not going to still try to sneak it in and add some things in here and there to push, to continue to destroy the children's minds, as obviously their mind has already been destroyed, probably from the same type of indoctrination when they were in school. And while we're fighting this, Ron DeSantis is Ron DeSantis is a fantastic governor. And I know there's a little funky situation going on between him and Trump. You know, the way I look at that is right now, it's like any other game. You know, your rivals at the game, you're playing for the same side here, but DeSantis, uh, uh, Trump wants to be president. I know there was a comment made, uh, it was during a weekend, I think, where you know, he Trump thinks it's very disloyal if DeSantis runs against him because when Ron DeSantis was running in 2018 for the first time he was elected, you know, Trump endorsed him. I don't know if DeSantis is going to run up to this point. He has said no a couple of times. He hasn't said he was going to run. So I don't know if that's just all speculation or if there's something to it and the people closest to him are leaking that out. But as of right now, he has not indicated that he's going to run at this point. So right now, if he doesn't run, Trump is the clear front runner for the Republican Party. And we're, looks like we're going to have a rematch between Trump and Biden. That's what it appears right now. So we'll see how that goes. But that's, you know, that's besides the point. DeSantis, as good of a governor as I think he is, I think he's fantastic personally, um, regardless of all that nonsense. Uh, he is proposing to update the state's capital punishment laws, paving a way for child rapists to be sentenced to death, uh, and for jurors who impose execution with a supermajority instead of a unanimous vote. And where he was going with this, and this was he was speaking at a, the police conference um, 
in his area. He more or less thinks that one of the charges that a child rapist should have or a pedophile should have is life in prison. I mean, all day, every day. We know some of the, it is amazing, some of the most monstrous people, people that molest children. You go out of your way, you hurt and you molest children, you damage them for life. I've watched so many cases where these where these predators and dirtbags get uh, three, five years in jail. Their good behavior kicks in. They're out in a year and a half, two years. They serve their time. Yes, they have to register as a sex offender. Yes, there's a lot of guidelines that they can't follow. But when you are a monster like that, somebody else is going to pay the price. And if this one got away where they molested them and they told somebody uh, and that's what caused them to go to prison, the next one is not going to have that opportunity because the sick uh, piece of trash that uh, ends up raping these kids will more than likely murder them and try to dispose of the evidence so that way they don't go back to prison. So a life sentence, to me, I've always said, I trade a life for a life. Okay, If you don't have a death penalty in your state, it should come with a life sentence. You have done that to a child. You are an absolute animal. You do not belong out in society with civilized people that don't do things like that, and they should stick you in a cage for the rest of your natural life. I think that that's too lenient of a sentence, but if you don't have the death penalty, that's what it should be. On the other hand, if you have the death penalty in your state, I think they should light you up. <laughs> Plain and simple. I don't think we should waste a lot of time and money on you. You should go to jail. We should do an express line for you because you are some of the most evil people on the planet, and they should light you up. That's, that is my opinion on it. I don't really care what other people's opinions are. That's how I feel about it. Because if you could actually sit there and try to tell me and be compassionate and say, they know they don't deserve it. They're sick. They don't understand. No, you know what I understand? You're over here being compassionate for them. Well, what about the victim? What about the little kid that went through that physical and mental agony? The mental agony is going to continue for the rest of that child's life. They will never forget that. That trauma will have changed them for the rest of their life. Where's the compassion for that person? The one that deserves all the compassion and all the help. You want to get them on the right track and make sure that in life, they're successful with life. That You want to help them. This, Those monsters, I don't, I don't need to help you. I don't want to help you. I don't really care. Yeah. Electric care seems just fine to me. That seems like the help you need. You need, you need about a million volts through your brain. That, that seems to be the correct way to help you. Let me help you. Just like a ravaged beast, like an animal with rabies. You don't save the animal with rabies, the wild animal. They put you down. <laughs> hey, anybody ever watch Old Yeller? <laughs> anybody? I know this is besides the point, but uh, Friends. Anybody watch Friends back in the day? I didn't really watch it myself. My wife did. Friends seemed more like it was a girl show to me. And I don't know. When I was younger, that wasn't my thing to watch. My wife showed me an episode where one of the girls there, and I'm not that familiar with the uh, program, so I don't know people's names, but one of the girls there, she seemed like she was the ditzy girl. Uh, She, uh, I guess, watched Old Yeller and thought it was a great story, and it there was like a revelation in her life. Somebody told her, like, your grandmother didn't show you the last, or your mother didn't show you the last few minutes of Old Yeller because she thought that they went off together to be friends and it was great and all. So then she, she was horrified to find out at the end that he had to put Old Yeller down because Yeller had rabies. <laughs> it, was just, it was stupid. The episode was stupid. But that, 
even on a TV show that's supposed to be a good show or a movie that's supposed to be a good movie, uh, in the end, if the animal has rabies, you put them down. Well, same thing applies. Uh, You're a child molester. You're a rapist. uh, You murder a child. Yeah, we should just put you down. That, that, that's the humane thing to do. People would argue and say that's not humane because you take their life. No, actually, I think it is humane. You are damaged goods. You don't need to be here. You know, have a nice death and get the hell out of here. And I also like, in part of what Ron was talking about, he was addressing the Parkland shooting specifically, was one juror held out for the death penalty. Just one. I mean, I can't think of a, a, a kid more deserving of the death, or he's a in, he's in young adult now. I can't think of somebody more deserving of the death penalty than him. Look at how many lives he snatched out of this world, how many parents' lives are destroyed, brothers' and sisters' lives are destroyed, how many families that lost a parent that day, their lives are destroyed. Why do you get any different? Well, one out of the 12 jurors held out. And because of one, it doesn't go through. I agree with him. That if it's a split, it's six six split, that's different. Okay, six say no, six say yes, then maybe you go to life in prison. But if you have eleven that are on the side of putting this man to death, and you have one that's holding out, I think the supermajority overrides the one person. Because in his speech he did say there are people that get on juries that even though in the selection process, when they ask you, are you okay with putting someone to death, they have absolutely no intentions of doing that, so they're not going to uh, fight for that at all, when they're not going to suggest it. They're going to be against it at all costs, which automatically means the person's not getting life, I mean, is not getting uh, um, put to death, they're going to get life in prison. And with the Parkland shooting, that, I mean, that was, it was, it was an injustice. I, I don't know how else to say it. The kid was smart enough at the time to go into the school, shoot everybody, and then get rid of the gun, blend in with the kids running out of the school. This was was thought out. He had a plan. Blend in with them so he could run out. Police aren't going to think anything of it because just like every other kid that's uh, getting, getting out of there, he just blends right in. So he did what he did, had well thought out, had a plan how to escape and get away from it. He knew what he was going to do. So put him down. And you should put him down. Matter of fact, if you are not from Florida, I don't know how much coverage you got nationally. It did get some attention nationally, I'm sure. I don't know how extensive it was. But at least down here, if you didn't hear some of the trial where uh, the parents and the loved ones of all the people that died ended up talking to him after the fact, I mean, they de- he destroyed these people's lives. So, again, an eye for an eye, you know, put them down. No one's no more deserving, and Ron DeSantis pointed that out. And I I agree with him. I I don't think in a supermajority situation like that, if it's an 11-to-1 split, I think they still go to death. That way, if you have one or two people on there, then it doesn't matter. You can't override what's about to happen. So, he is going to look at changing it. He even cited some Supreme Court cases that were not well – well presented and then the decision he believed was wrong that they're going to go after some of it I hope that something good comes out of this and we can get to a place where punishment for these people is more fair because that's that's where we need to be all right moving on what is going to happen with our debt ceiling well here's McCarthy 
Take a listen. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are set to meet Wednesday over the federal budget and the debt ceiling. McCarthy wants to address spending cuts along with raising the debt limit. Biden has repeatedly refused to negotiate the debt limit. The White House says the president will ask McCarthy if he intends to meet his constitutional obligation to prevent a national default. I just love how the media consistently spins this in favor of the left. They're going to pull out all the stops to try to make Kevin McCarthy and Republicans look as bad as they can. Oh my God, you're gonna, we're going to be the first, it'll be the first time in history that we've defaulted, which is another lie because that's factually not true. We, we have defaulted a couple of other times in history. So this would not be the first time that we've defaulted on debt. Uh, but they, they don't want any strings attached. They just want to continue to raise the debt ceiling. It's raising your credit card limit. It's add a little more. We'll spend a little more. When we get close to maxing that card out again, just keep adding more and adding more. It's so irresponsible. It's, it's just amusing to watch the left do the best that they can to try to flip this and make the people who are trying to be more responsible with debt out to be the bad guys. McCarthy's going in there to try to taper down spending. It's not necessary to raise the debt ceiling. We can raise it to pay the money that they've already spent because that's what the fight is really about. They haven't spent the money yet for the debt ceiling, where they're going to raise it to. This is money that they've already signed off, the omnibus bill. This is, this is old money. This has nothing to do with the new money. You don't need to raise it. They have to raise it to cover what they've already spent. So they want to raise it to cover what they've spent, and I'm sure they want to raise it even more than that because they want to spend more, naturally. So McCarthy wants to go in there and do the right thing and say, hey, well, hold on. we got to slow down there. we got to start cutting costs where we can. We can't be doing this. You know, we make enough money annually that we could actually be chipping away at the, the, the deficit. I know people, you don't know that, but if you start digging in, the more I looked into it, the more uh, economists that deal with this consistently that you start listening to and from, uh, from both sides. You're getting agreements on both sides that are, we only spend around $3.2 trillion is where we're at, somewhere in that, in that, in that realm annually. But we're taking in tax-wise about a trillion more than that. So we could actually be chipping away at this debt, that, which is where this conversation gets even more, more foolish, is that instead of saying it's, it's definitely not necessary, if anything, you know, we're at $31 trillion debt over the course of the next few years. We can be down to 30, 29. I, I, do you know how much people would be excited to just even see it break back into the 20s, which is still astronomical debt that it, all it takes is another irresponsible president like this and it just continues to grow. It'll never end. But, I mean, just to see people, I know for myself that if they were responsible over the course of the next two years and you chiseled it down to 29 and then Trump got in there and chiseled it down another $4 trillion, and it was down to 26, I would start to feel very good about the direction we're going in and the government would gain more of my support oh, in general because they're doing the right thing fiscally. I'm seeing them uh, slowly digging us out of this mess. It would take 31 years, <laughs> probably getting pretty close to life expectancy at the time. I doubt I would see it down to zero. But, I mean, even getting us back to somewhere $10 trillion less than we are now, as time goes on, 
would be a victory. It would be, we are going in the right direction. People are being held accountable. They're being responsible with the money. So it would be nice to see, but we have the ability to do it if they would actually do it. So McCarthy and the Republicans are being uh, vilified because they want to be responsible with money. Joe Biden doesn't want to talk about anything because, hey, no, we're just, we're, we, we got to keep spending. You know, that's the progressive way. We got to keep spending. We got to spend ourselves until we burst, until we go into hyperinflation and we burst. We got to spend until the dollar is so devalued, it, we owe, it's worth nothing. You know, they're, they're advance, 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 even though they know it's failing around them. How much do you think that they really care? How much time do you think Joe Biden has left here that he cares? His wife, his kids, they're going to be also part of the elites, so they really don't care because they'll be safe and secure. It's amazing how the media is, is spinning this. But just know McCarthy, and you know how I feel about McCarthy. So, But just know that what they are doing, what the House is doing, is they're trying to be more responsible with the money, cut ridiculous spending that we don't need to be spending money on, don't add any additional large packages that will uh, continue to force us to raise the debt ceiling, and he'll, they're willing to sign off on it and move forward. Now, if Joe Biden's willing to do that, It'll get signed off, and we'll move forward, and hopefully this will be the last time they raise it and get some responsible people in there that'll start chiseling away at the debt. On the other hand, the more likely scenario is going to be that Joe Biden holds his ground and doesn't want to sign off on it, or Kevin McCarthy, being who he is, will try to make the deal, and I just hope that the Republicans that voted against him and will do their part to represent the people. I hope that they will, if they see that Kevin McCarthy is about to make a bad deal, say, "Uh uh-uh, we're not signing off on this. And as a matter of fact, you need to be removed because you're obviously not fighting for the people. It's going to take a few days to figure that out. We'll see what the talks bring on Wednesday because just because they're talking Wednesday does not mean that it's getting solved on Wednesday. They could be having a conversation on Wednesday that will continue, and they're just kind of laying the framework for what direction they're going to go into. So we got to wait and see what happens there on Thursday. But the debt ceiling, we will know something hopefully before the end of the week, and we'll see what direction it goes in. And I think that'll also it's going to be a temperature check for Republicans to see how the House is actually going to perform. Are you guys going to stand your ground? Uh, knowing that you're going to be barraged by the media and everybody else and you're going to be attacked and they're going to come after you, are you going to hold your ground and say, nope, we're going to stand here and do what's right or we're not going to do it? Or are you guys going to cave like every other time and give in to the left and give them a little more money so they can spend a little more money? you got to wait till the end of the week to see. Hopefully, I mean, it's always good to have hope, so hopefully they'll do the right thing. All right. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and view me. It's always great help. If you'd like to uh, contact me at littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section. Beyond that, I hope your uh, Monday was good. Tuesday's going to be a little bit better, and we will do it again tomorrow.